This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Resurrecting our dreams. This, you know, we've just celebrated the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Amen. He's declared by God to be the Son of God. And there, we're going to do a, a, a four-week series here on resurrection, the, the power of resurrection. All the campuses, as a matter of fact, are doing uh, this, so we're, we're all going to be on the same page. It's a wonderful follow-up where that is concerned. And uh, introduction is this, dreams and vision are the languages of the Holy Spirit. David Yonji Cho uh, said that God speaks to us from His Word and by the witness of the Spirit, but He also speaks to us through dreams and vision. And if we understand the nature of God's dealing with us and the process, we are better positioned to have confidence as we follow our dream. Now, the scripture reference that, uh, that we're going to use for today is found over in Joel, and it's the second chapter. And I believe that we're living, at least for us, you know, I mean, if, if uh, the Lord tarries, um, you know, generations from now, that time is not known to us. The Bible says that. Those times are the Father's business. But for now, he said, he said you don't, Jesus said this in Acts 2, uh, Acts 1, uh, and uh, verse 6, 7, 8 down there, he said, you don't get to, the, the disciple says, is this the time that you're going to bring the kingdom in the dimension and in the way and in the degree that they had measured? Because they hooked up with this thing. You know, they recognized God's dream and they hooked up with God's dream. Jesus was, exp- was the manifest expression of that. Something they, someone in uh, a tangible God, a touchable God, a, a kingdom that was come. That was his message. He was preaching the kingdom of God. And uh, things went wrong. As things do with dreams, things go wrong, even with God's dream. God had a dream to have a family. And that first dream, you know, there, was the crea- there were the created beings, the angelic Hosts and now that angelic host, archangels, and uh, within that circle of archangels, Michael and Gabriel, and then there was Lucifer, and things went wrong. And then God started over, said, "Let's make a man, because a man will have a free will. A man, we don't, we don't want, we don't want to be loved and served out of duty. We tried that, and." Uh, we want someone that's more like us that will love out of choice and decision. And so he made a man and a woman and he stuck them in the garden and things went wrong as dreams do. You know, you know we, we bring our own interpretation many times to things, don't we? Uh, Joel's second chapter and he says, and that's just the beginning after that. I'll pour out my spirit on every kind of people. Your sons will prophesy also, your daughters, your old men will dream dreams, and your young men will see visions. I'll even pour out my spirit on the servants, men and women both. Amen. Uh, Holy Spirit, we sure need your help to hurry on through this uh, today. I want to ask you a question. Do you have a dream? 
You got to have a dream. You have to have a vision. The reason why people just, the Bible says, if you see folks that it don't matter, they just living like it don't matter. There's no vision. Where there is no vision, people just cast off all restraint. They live any old which way because it don't matter. Because a vision is, is the divine why of our life. It gives, it's a picturing of the why. It's something more than right now. Living just for now, you know. Well, I don't feel good, so I'm just going to lay down under it. Well, I'm broke, I'm just going to accept it. Well, I, you know, I'm disgusted and discouraged, so I'm just going to give in to that. That's living for the right now, but the vision is for something beyond that. Something better than that. Something more than that. Because God never leaves it on a negative. If it's in a negative and you accept that, it's not God. Amen? The devil wins when you're defeated. You can get knocked down, but I ain't done yet. I can get, I can get knocked down. Are you listening? And the wind knocked out of me and can't get up. It doesn't matter. The Holy Ghost will drag you back over into your corner and slap you around until you wake up and say, Now look at here. You can lick and get back in there. Get back in the fight. If all the fight has gone out of you and you're giving up, it ain't God. I know that's not proper English, but at this point I really don't give a flying religious whatever. You can quote me on that. Pastor said he don't give a flying religious. You can quote me on that. Add whatever word you want, but don't take away the first, the first part because religion will kill you. Religion says just accept it, just lay down, just give in. What's the use? That's a religious devil. And it's a devil come to discourage and dishearten and deceive and, dis- and, uh, and beat you out of your destiny. Do you have a dream, a happy marriage, a home life, a successful business, a career, a life, a purpose to make a difference? Well, I'm going to tell you what. Now, success, see, is making progress in the process. It's not always the destination because you'll find that once you get to a destination within your destiny, that's not all that there is. But you at least got to have a point on the map that you're trying to get to. That, you're, that, that we're up every day in search of. We're up every day pressing into. We're up every day moving forward towards that. Yeah. It's okay to have an oh well day. It's not okay to live in oh well. Ain't gonna. Not happening. This or that. Are you hearing? You can't live there. It's a deception. Listen, people get disheartened and discouraged because they're deceived into, listen, they don't understand that destiny is doled out in daily doses. That's why, listen, the foundation of that is simple trust in God. How many of you know that your future is heaven? I'm looking around for hands that don't because we need to pray a sinner's prayer right now. We need, if you don't know that heaven is your home, see, we can fix that and we need to. Matter of fact, let's pray right now, Jesus, just in case. If I'm not. I want to be now. And I thank you for it. Amen. And nothing wrong with that. See, Nothing wrong. I always check to make sure I be in the faith. Amen. 
Now, I don't need to get saved 14,000 times. I got saved, but I just want to make sure I'm still saved. I'm acting like I'm saved. I'm living like I'm saved. Amen. At some point in time, the devil says, you know, da-da-da. I say, no, I am saved. I may not be doing the best job of it, but as far as I know, I'm working at it. God's working in me, and it ain't all up to me. Salvation was his idea. I just got in on it, and you know, hey, look here. You know, if you ain't got nothing else, wave that Bible out there. Read him the riot act of, you know, I gave my heart to the Lord. I, conf- I believed in my heart. God raised Jesus from the dead. I confess with my mouth, he is Lord. The devil says, well, you're lying. Well, I'm not lying now. He is Lord. I do believe in my heart. You won't have to do that. You, after a while, you're it is written. This is how you deal with the devil, with it is written. If the devil gets you off of, uh, the word of God, and when you can't see God, you need to read God. When you can't hear God, you can always read God. And if you'll put your thing in here, you'll see and hear God. Yes, you will. There's no reason for your... You can quote me on this. All right. Lord, help me because I'm... Some people believe I'm just barely saved, and that's all right. I do not mind living on the ragged edge of snatching folks out of the darkness into the light. It means sometimes um, there may be some dark, hard-to-understand sayings. This is one of them. I prayed that for your benefit. The Lord already heard me. already knows my heart. There's no reason for your life to suck. You can quote me on that. S-U-C-K. Suck. There's no reason. If you feel like your life sucks, there's no reason for that. Amen. There's every reason for you to have life, life, and more life, the Bible says. No reason for the devil to defeat you. It's a decision to be defeated. Well, you hard-hearted cuss. Now, you ain't got a lick of compassion. No, I don't. Pity don't get you nowhere. Compassion tells you the truth, says there's no reason. There's an excuse, but there's no reason because, because God is here. And God's just a decision away. But you've got to believe Him. And there's sometimes you just have to only believe Him. And there's sometimes all you have is just belief. Amen. The dream giver is God. Time with him, prayer, word and worship. Those are measurements of, you know, have you ever been disappointed with God? Ever felt like that? You know, you know, God, God has when I told God, I said, you tricked me. And God say, do you trust me? How can I trust someone that tricked me? And you know God doesn't mind getting the silent treatment. He doesn't even mind if you run off. You can go, you can run out in the wilderness. You can outrun Ahab's chariot. You can get as far away where you think that Jezebel's never going to find you. You can climb up the mountain, get in the cave. When you get in the cave, God's behind you and he goes, what are you doing here? Because I'm not running from Ahab. I'm not running from the prophets. I'm not running from Jezebel. I'm running from God. And you ain't ever going to outrun him. What you doing here? Because he got in the deepest, darkest hole he could find. And God's there. What you doing here? You know, get on out there. And what was God's answer? He goes, get out. He said, I've got more. 
reason why he was why Elijah was disgusted and discouraged is because his whole vision was he thought that after he'd killed the you know, after this great showdown on Mount Carmel and all that kind of stuff, he had envisioned how it was going to be. And then here comes Jezebel and says, I'm going to kill you. God hadn't turned anything. Jezebel was still queen. Ahab was still in power. The rain had come. Are you listening? And he didn't have any vision beyond that. See, uh... You know, you, who was the guy, the original guy, the speed skater uh, that uh, uh, Eric, somebody, but it, back in the 70s, he, he won all of those medals, set a record for winning medals. And said he went through one of the greatest times of depression in, of his life after the Olympics. And the thing of it was he had no vision beyond that victory. Because, wow. see, there's life beyond the last victory. But that gets doled out. In daily doses from God. And, and would it be, why would God let me get despondent and discouraged? Well, I'm going to tell you what. Because the dream giver, time with him, prayer, word, and worship. You know, uh, there's this requirement of putting his kingdom before yours. I remember sitting underneath a man. Uh, I don't remember everything, all that he said. But it was in a financial class. Who would think that you'd get a... You would get an answer in a financial class that had nothing to do with finances, but maybe everything to do with your life and therefore your finances too. But I remember him saying, you know, he was given an example in his own life where he kind of came to a place even as a believer being broke, busted, and disgusted. And he said he really questioned God. He was disheartened, discouraged, and disgusted with God. And he said, God, why would you let me fail like this? And the Lord says, well, if I let your kingdom succeed, he goes, then you wouldn't have a heart for mine. See, because the dream giver puts his kingdom before yours. The desire of your heart is your green light. When we delight ourselves in the Lord, he gives us his desires. We want what he wants more than we want what we want. But, you know, we want what we want, don't we? The dream cycle is revealed in Joseph's life. There's the birth of the dream. God will, uh, God will seed you with his dream. And the first thing that we do is that we get, we, we take it. It's, that's my dream. I had a dream. And in this dream, you <laughs> were going to bow down to me. Not exactly. Not exactly. And see, when we bring our own interpretation to the dream, it causes trouble. I mean, they hated him for his dream. Now, if all of them had understood, his brothers hated him for his dream, if they had all understood what the dream meant, you know, what it really meant, how it was going to come about. But God doesn't give us understanding. With the seed, it's a seed. The watermelon's inside of this little flat brown kernel that's not doesn't look anything like a watermelon at all. If you taste it, don't taste like a watermelon, but it's just the seed. It has to be sown, and it has to be grown, and it has to be cultivated, and it requires time and just the right circumstance and just the right temperature and no I don't like to go through the refining fires because what comes up is the junk 
Because the junk's gotta that's in us has to be skimmed off. That tendency, I'll never deny you, and then when the pressure gets on. Everybody else will, but I won't. Oh, honey, I have, I remember being on the other side of that and saying, I'll tell you what, I'll never this, I'll never that. Don't never say never. Either way. John Osteen said this, Great it is to dream the dream when you stand in youth by the starry stream. But a greater thing is to fight life through and say at the end, the dream is true. The birth of the dream is quite glorious. The birth of a dream then, it's just, we just run off with stuff, don't we? I mean, the dream is God's dream of you, for you, and with you, and what you'll be and do and have together with him. But we tend to take on the, we tend to take on the, the major role, don't we? we? We bring what we thought. Just like the disciples that day said, is this the time you're going to bring the kingdom? He said, no, it's not coming like you think. He goes, you don't get to know the time of what, you're, of what you've set your affection on. That interpretation is within the Father. Yeah, there will come a day when I will rule over all of heaven and all of earth. But for now, what you'll get is the Holy Spirit. And he will dole out your destiny day by day, daily doses, that you'll walk faith and be faithful to. Now listen, uh, I love the, one of my favorite songs is, Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch. Like me, but my most favorite part, I'm so glad I'm saying, but my most favorite part, and I don't know why, but the, but the verse that goes, Through many dangers, tolls, and snares, I have already come, t'was grace that's kept. Me save thus far. And it's that grace that I had when I'd begun, that I have right now, that will lead me home. You know, dreams have dangers, tolls, and snares. There's darkness where... Where we're required to only believe. There are delays when we're asked to keep on trusting. There are disappointments when we have to decide to stay the course. There are denials when the devil's no, if we're not careful, becomes greater than God's yes over us. A dream is born and then there's the death of a dream. Now the dream doesn't die. It's impossible for the dream to die. It's impossible for the dreamer to stop dreaming. The only thing that needs to die is your part, your interpretation, your time frame, your 
I thought it was going to be the part that where we think that we can do it. It's our dream. Must die so that we can know that it's only God can fulfill and only him his dream. And he asks us to dream together with him. And there is the resurrection then of a dream. But there's no resurrection unless it's dead, unless it dies. You know, I remember praying over certain things in my family, praying over certain things in my life. And Lord, the answer that set me free was the truth. So I know it was the truth because it freed me. It's so disheartened, so discouraged, disgusted even. You know, and it just seemed like, you know, the devil's having his say so here. It's just destruction. Everything that I had hoped and dreamed is destroyed. And I remember the Lord told me this. He said, he said, you're going to have to give up your dream in order for my dream to come past. You make an exchange here. I said, well, my dream is dead. He goes, that's all right. See? I'm going to put new life. I'm going to resurrect you. But, you know, that wasn't instantaneous. It's just like a seed that fell to the ground. had to stay buried, covered up. I'd come to church with a smile on, brokenhearted. Come to church, you know, bleeding. Hardly any faith at all. I'd just get a a cup of cold water and and muster as much, only believe that I could, and now I'd preach. I've had stuff where I'd preach, you know, uh, preach in the face of the most discouraging, most, most disheartening destructions that I, I just, your heart's ripped out. Sandy cry herself to sleep at night. We get up and go to church on Sunday and preach the good news of the gospel because we needed to hear it too. God needed to see that we were going to be faithful. Even when we weren't faithful, he was still faithful. We preached the faithfulness of God. When it didn't feel like it. Amen. And I I remember thinking this. You know, I mean, if I let the devil have the last say so with me, it's not just me. It's going to, I'm going to say the devil is bigger than God. The devil, I remember one person told me this. She said, we watched you. She said, I thought that's it. They're done. They're not going to overcome this. People want to know. Are you listening? The only reason we overcame that was because we kept coming. We kept on coming with the one that we knew faith in God will overcome every adversity. God's yes. Me and my house shall be saved. This is not always going to be this way. It ain't, the devil's not going to have the final word. And I can sit here today, the other side, victorious, but let me tell you something. You have to fight life through. That dream is going to be resisted. That dream is going to get hit and hit hard. That dream is going to bleed out of you and there will be nothing left of you. And everything that's left will be raised up the new you that believes God and trusts God and knows the impossibility of it. Because someday you're going to be standing in front of people. Their hope is dead. Their God is dead. They don't have nothing. They have been buried with the devil. And you're going to stand here and say, I'm t- telling you right now you hear the voice of a resurrected one God is still God his word is still true he will see you all the way through fight for faith 
You are in the most dangerous position you've ever been in. If you ain't got no fight in you, if you don't have any fight, listen, because you don't got no faith. Because faith will fight life through. It is built in to overcome anything, every impossibility. There's nothing more, there's nothing greater in this natural world than being dead, dead, dead. But God says, live, live, live. And if you were, listen, the Bible says there will come a day, Jesus declared that, when even the dead men and women in their graves will hear the voice of the Son of God and they will raise to new life. I don't preach a dead Jesus. I preach a live, resurrected God who dreamed a dream, died to death, but raised to life. And if you want a safe, you know, you want a no complications, you want a little life, a little with a little religious picket fence, you know, around it where you can excuse away all that stuff, lesson you're in the wrong house. That's not the gospel of Jesus Christ. He said, if you're going to follow me, you're going to have your own cross to carry. And someday they're going to nail it, to, nail you to it. And someday you're going to hang there between heaven and earth and make a decision. Father, I commit myself all the way to you. I don't know the way through this except only you can get me through this. Only you are beyond this. Only said this, I died daily a thousand times. He said, but it's so that not I live now by the faith of the Son of God. It's not me that lives, but Christ in me. I still believe. He told Mary when she was, and, and Martha came out there and she had set her faith back here. She said, if you'd only came, I know you, I saw you. You, have, you can heal the sick, but he's dead. Why didn't you come? Why'd you wait till it died? You loved him. Why'd you let him die? What was Jesus' answer? I'll raise him up. She goes, I know you will. Someday. But we're in today and he's dead. He's so dead he stinks. I mean, he's beyond dead. He's decomposing. There ain't, it's... It ain't an hour, it ain't two hours, it ain't a day, it ain't 36 hours. It, it's beyond natural human reasoning and understanding. And, and I can understand, you could have done it here, and I can understand, yeah, there is a someday. And he says, I'm telling you right now, I am. It's today. I love the verse of scripture. It says, shall their unbelief negate the belief of God? Though It won't negate the word of God. The word will still work when anybody stands on the word. Whatever you're in, where's the word? Because that word goes to work immediately. It, it is immediate relief. You, you go to the doctor and he shoots you in the button and say, you're going to feel better. You go, oh, I feel better. That word will be quicker than that. But see, we're, we, we, uh, we believe this more than we believe that. He said, Martha, he said, I'm telling you right now, if you will make a decision, this believing is the deciding kind of believing. It's not the feeling believing. It's not the have to have evidence. He said, it is a decision. If you'll decide right now to believe me, he goes, you're going to see 
the glory of God. What was the glory of God? Dead things live. Dead things come alive. Dreams are resurrected. Dreams are resurrected. Dreams can die. Dreams can be buried. Dreams can seem like there's no way, no how, but not with Jesus. He is the way. He is the how. He is the resurrection. But you know, we want the resurrection side, don't we? You see, God gives us space to decide. The test is, is a timed event. All right, begin. And you start scratching off multiple choice. Do you believe that God is God? Yes. Do you believe that, 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 that God can give new life? Yes. Do you believe that, that, you believe that, that the devil is defeated? Yes. And down through and down through and down through. But then you say, but look at your circumstances. Oh, yeah. Well, it hasn't happened yet. Oh, yeah. I mean, you've been believing a long time. Yeah. I don't know if it ever will happen. Is it doesn't feel like it's happening now, doesn't it? Yeah. You start feeding doubt and doubt begins to grow. And pretty soon doubt takes over. And if you doubt it, you'll do without it. God And God's all the while. Because, see, we're training for ruling and reigning. Jesus said he would take up his own body. And he did. And it was dead. Mangled. His visage so changed that he didn't even look like a human being. So beaten, so battered, so bruised and abused, he didn't even look like a human being. And nobody mentioned that. Because he was raised, healed, and whole. Except for two, one mark here, one mark there. That Every time he looks at it, he goes, uh, he goes, a mother might forget you. He goes, what I look at. He goes, I'm reminded of the price that I paid for you. And I'm not done if you're not done. But if you're done, I'm done. I'm not going to quit you. But if you quit me, what can I do? You know, your dream will be tested. Satan becomes active as dream fulfillment approaches. You know, when, when all hell breaks loose, it's because hell is breaking loose. Oh, Pastor, all hell's breaking loose. Shout! Hallelujah! Hey! I got the devil on the run. I just flushed him out. I'm taking the territory. You're in my spot. Get out my way. You know, a few parting shots over the shoulder of an idiot. I mean, just take the shield of faith. Quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. You think he's attacked you when you actually, his gates are not prevailing against you as you follow the Lord. Satan becomes active. Oh, and sometimes he's so subtle, isn't he? I mean, he knows he can't keep it forever. I mean, the dreamer, Joseph, you know, he, the brothers hated him, so they threw him in a pit, and then they sold him to Potiphar, and then Potiphar's wife, you know, lied on him. Be careful, boys, of girls. Sometimes girls are dangerous. And, and anyway, uh, and sometimes men are just fools. But Joseph 
ran. It cost him, you know, he, he, they threw him in prison. But, and you wouldn't think that things going from bad to worse was God positioning. You, know, you just wouldn't think that. You just wouldn't. It would be hard to believe you think, that's an unlucky cuss. Joe, you're just, you, you know, I mean, you can't even sing the song. You know, doom, despair, and agony on me. If it weren't for bad luck, I'd have no luck at all. Doomed. I mean, boy, <laughs> give up, die, hang yourself. <laughs> it's, hang it up. No, no, God's got a plan. Yes, sir. Well, I'm going to tell you what, Joe. That's some kind of God and some kind of plan, ain't it? Let's see. Let's go over this one more time. Let's chart the course here. Your brothers hated you. Yep. They threw you in a pit. We're going to kill you. Yep. Uh, they sold you to the Ishmaelites. Just instead of killing you, they sold you as a slave. Yep. And uh, so you were on the auction block and Potiphar bought you. And things were going good there for a while, but then not so much. Yep, and you wound up here. Yep, and uh, how long's it been? A month, Joe? Six months? Two years? How many years, Joe? You're still here. Yep. And then the butler and the baker showed up, and uh, I got to hurry because... Maybe you come back next week, I'll tell the rest of the story. Or should I? It's just getting pretty good, ain't it, right now? I hate that. When they have a show, they go, they get to the part, they go, to be continued, they go, ah! Oh, that's just wrong. Oh, yeah. All right. Can I finish? Just take a minute, amen. I got a smile out past that. Since they go, finish, finish it, finish, finish it. And if you'll watch one of them little romance stories tonight, boy, I'll tell you, you won't be a bad boy at all. All right, listen. Then the butler and the baker, they got in trouble too. So they got thrown in with a supposed troublemaker. Trouble follows him wherever he goes. And so here's Joe's chance. They have a dream. What, what better matchup than dreams with dreamers? And he said, you know, listen, Joe over there, you know, he's, you know, he's really in denial. But he's fairly useful. He can interpret dreams. Bless his heart. Bless his darling heart. So he said, well, tell me your dreams. So he interpreted them correctly. And uh, now Joe not wanting to miss a chance. He goes, listen, this boy over here, he's done. Don't need to talk to him anymore. He's going to die. But this guy right here, he may be my t- God has sent my ticket out of here. God has made a way for me. It's this guy. This is Pharaoh's right hand. I mean, he hands the cup to Pharaoh. He goes, listen, when you're restored, all right? See, God's dealing with everybody and everything. He goes, when you're restored, I'm over here because they like it. This is, this is me. Amen. You're in the right section. Y'all smiling too. Listen, I love y'all back there. Stay with me. Stay with me. Uh when you're restored, he said, you need to, t- listen, tell Pharaoh about me. 
He said, I'm not in here. I was sold in the slave. I've been, I've been cheated, been mistreated. Tell me, Mr. Butler, when will I be loved? I'm just looking for some love here. Show a brother some love. Understand? Just remember me. And the Bible says he went back and forgot all about Joe. See, because God know Joe, man, is never going to be your answer. And that'll be the last thing. See, we'll... And I'm sure... That it dawned on Joe, you know, boy, the butler forgot me. Probably dealt with that for a whole year until the thought came and said, no, God, it wasn't, it wasn't, it was not just the butler. It was you. Why'd you set me up for such a disappointment? If you knew you weren't going to deliver me, why'd you even give me that little flicker of hope after 10, 11, 12 years in here? And you sent, and, and it was not the man, the butler. God, is you. You left me to rot here. You've forgotten me. You don't know where I am. What happened? Don't you know? Hey, Joe! Where's your boy? Things were looking up, weren't they, Joe? You just like us. There ain't no God. There ain't no God that cares. You just rotten here. It ain't fair. It ain't fair. Life ain't fair, Joe. Is it now? Where's your dream now, boy? Where's your boy? Forgot about you, didn't they? Where's your God? <laughs> you know, Joseph had to make a decision, didn't he? God, I don't know how. I can't do it. I don't have nobody but you if I ever get out of here. If this dream ever comes true, it's going to be the way you, the way you do it. It's going to be you. It's going to have to be you. He'll squeeze every ounce of you out of it so that you know... Oh, you'll get the grace to go through. You'll get space to make a decision. Oh, we don't like the time, do we? Because in the, see, we're not waiting on God. We're waiting on something or someone else if we're not enlarged in the waiting. If we're diminished in the waiting. And the most pressure will come right before. Right before. I'll tell you, the graveyard is full of folks that right before left it on the table, and walked off from God. Just walked off. God's still on the throne. But God's waiting and watching and working. And we wait. And we watch.
and we work. And God works us out of us and works a little more of him into us. So that when we're promoted, we're not prideful. When we're promoted, we're not unprepared for that level of success. Because in a moment, one day, one day Pharaoh had a dream. You don't dream all by yourself. I said you don't dream all by yourself. Harvest dreams are from God. Harvest dreams. They have to do with the great harvest of God. We don't dream all by ourselves. Dreams are interlocked and they bump into one another and they hook up with one another at just the right times. Two years later, Pharaoh dreamed a dream. No one could interpret it and all of a sudden the butler, Joseph's boy, You know, for, I, I couldn't understand. Things were going along good and you were happy with me and all of a sudden I'm in jail. But now, he goes, now, he goes, I know why. There's this guy named Joe down there. And I had a dream. So did the baker and it came to pass just like he said. This guy knows how to interpret dreams. And Joseph was called before for he, you know, thank God he was a believer. He wasn't laid out. Thank God he didn't kill himself. Thank God he didn't, you know, lay down and just give up. Thank God that when they came for him, he rolled out of that bed, cut his hair, shaved his face, took a bath, cleaned up, said, my time has come. They said, on the run, he's a calling for you. He's standing now, listen, in the palace before the men. And now listen, Listen now, listen, he'd been prepared for this because he said, now they tell me you can interpret dreams. Boy, that little 16-year-old boy, before he'd went through the process, if he was still in there, he would have said, yes, sir, I'm your boy. I'm the man. I can interpret dreams. It's a gift. It's just a gift. I just got the gift. Know what I mean there, Vern? I got the gift. I'm gifted. It's your lucky day, Pharaoh man. I'm the man that can with a plan. <laughs> no, listen. You know, sometimes you know when you come to your moment that you were made for. That's right, that's right. And you bow your head because your heart overflows with gratitude. Because you know the only way you got here was the grace of God. I'm sure his head dropped. I'm sure the moment. was more than he could stand. He said, no, no. And only God can interpret dreams. Only God. Only God can make a dream live. Because my version died. I gotta end with this. Years later, 
brothers came to him, fearful of what he might do, convicted of what they had done. They said, you know, our father before he died said, forgive your brothers. Joseph was a crying man. He wept when he saw his brothers. He wept when he saw Benjamin. He wept when he revealed himself to his brothers. And he wept that day when they came to him and he said, Am I God? Do I stand in the place of God? Everything God said came true. You did bow down. Mom and Dad did bow down. It was exactly... Like he pictured it, but it wasn't how I interpreted it. He said, he said, God sent me here. He said, God put me through. God prepared me to serve you when the time came so that what you meant for evil, every plan you meant for evil, you had plans for evil, but those evil plans were turned for good. God used those evil plans and made them into good. That he said that many people might live. As it is this day that many might be saved. Oh there's more than. You know when your reason dies. It's only God's reason that's raised up. There's no other reason left but God's reason to get up. To don't give give in. To don't quit. It's only his reason that's large enough, that's beyond self, that's beyond our comfort and our convenience, that's beyond, that, that will allow, allow Jesus to suffer what he suffered because of life. The joy that was set before him is how he endured that. There's a joy to being used by God. There's a joy to be able to reach back. Are you listening? Into the darkness and pull people into the light. There's a joy to have influence. Are you listening? The power of influence. Have a witness to say, I know this God. He makes dead men and women live. He fulfills dreams and destinies. He calls us to follow him and he doesn't tell us everything, all the ups and downs and all arounds and the ins and the outs and the risings up and the down city. He doesn't let us know all of that. He just said, follow me. But when we do, I'm telling you, heaven is our destiny and we begin to experience heaven on earth. We begin to know God now. Know God now. See, because when you quit, you say, God, you're not worth knowing anymore. I think I know. I know all about you. And see, if the devil deceives us into, well, God's not good. Look at this. How can this be good? If God were good, then he gets us to, give voice to it and say well if I were God I would have already if if it were up I'm telling if it were up to me I would have already made my life bliss no problem no problemos 
I would burn up all the people that give me problems. <laughs> Call fire out of heaven, smoke their rear ends. I'm teen so fast. I say, you know, I act like hell. I'm going to give you a little taste of hell right now. Fire you up. No, we're not God. He is. He doesn't serve us. In our interests, we serve him and his. We make his business our business and we give up our dream for his. We, whether we live or whether we die, we do that all to the glory of God. See, because God gives us space. Pastor Ron's going to come to make a decision when our, when our faith comes under fire. When it seems like it died and it's it's beyond resurrecting. When the devil and all the circumstances and our religious friends and the world says Just curse God and die. You're a fool for believing God. You're a fool to stay with a God. What's he done for you? Look at your life. Look at you. Curse God. Die. We have space. And I believe God cups is here. I believe the devil draws a little closer as he wants to hear. I believe angels and demons stand at attention and look and listen to. Everybody's waiting, waiting for you. Say, God, I only believe. I'm going to trust you still. Yes. You're going to bring me through. I'm not going to allow the devil to rob and to steal and to kill. We choose God. We agree with God and all heaven comes with a rush. God says, that's what I was waiting for. I I needed to know if you would trust. I'm going to give you grace. I'm going to get you through. gives us space then he gives us grace and then we give him the glory yes he gets the glory yes 
because we was we're able to say God I know it wasn't me God it was only you it was only you great it is wonderful it is to dream the dream when you stand in youth by the starry stream but a greater thing is to fight life through and say at the end the dream is true I wonder if I got some dreamers in the house today I wonder if you will recognize yourself as a dreamer because the devil has decided we're gonna we're gonna kill this dreamer and then see what becomes of his dream I'll tell you what now you may have come under assault all kind of things have happened but you know God gives us space and you know uh, he will give us grace for the race but yeah we got to say yes to God. we got to agree with God. And some of you are on the tipping point of, listen, the devil's almost talked you into that his no is greater than God's yes. But I think we ought to just understand that, you know, like Joseph, there came that day when he was called for what he was called to. They called for him. The God that seemed to have forgot him knew exactly where he was. God knows exactly where you are today. God knows exactly what you've been through and what the devil has meant for evil, what seemed like a denial and a delay and a disappointment and disheartening. I'm telling you, take good courage today. Take some courage today. I could tell you as one who's come out on the other side, if you don't give up, the Bible says, so let's not allow ourselves to be disheartened. Or to grow weary in the well-doing. See, we do well to believe God. We do well to stay with God. We do well to grab a hold and never let go. And say, I don't know how. I don't know. I, I, I don't know up from down right now. But I'm telling you, God, you're with me. And I'm with you. And I want you to know I believe you. I trust you. Anybody in the house like that today, Absolutely. just stand up as a sign yes. to God. Don't stand up because your neighbor did. Sometimes you just need to stand up. Moses said, whoever's on the Lord's side, he drew a line and he said, come over here. He said, make some kind of a move where God can see you. Because I'm telling you what now, you're acknowledging today, God, you see me. It doesn't matter if anybody else sees you. A lot of times you're going you're gonna to suffer in silence and in obscurity until there ain't nothing left that needs the praise of man. And, and listen, when you don't need the praise of man, you'll find out you don't need any of his other stuff neither. Whether he curses you or he blesses you, it don't matter because it's God that's your. You're God's and you're, and you're his. Amen. God got to get you free from that stuff. Sometimes you need to stay long enough what seems like a prison to get really free. Stay long enough bound in that thing. Do Listen to where on the inside you get free and it won't be long before on the outside he'll call for you. Because what you're called to is from God. Your calling is from God. I tell you, he called you beyond the grave. So if you feel like the four walls are closing in and the whole thing sucks and stinks right now, that's not the end of the story. If you can hear his voice today, you're coming out. You're coming out. You're going to get raised up and you're coming out. It ain't always going to be like, don't give up the dream. What? Uh, uh, Kevin Costner. 
uh, said this. He said, "If he said if if your he said if your life gets shipwrecked and there's nothing left, he said, grab a hold of the driftwood that's of the parts and the pieces. Grab a hold of the driftwood that says dreams and hold on to that." Hold on to that. If everything else is busted up in the storm, if everything else is just disintegrated, destroyed, around, he goes, grab the piece of wood that says dreams. Hold on to your dreams. Don't let go of your dreams. Amen. I'll tell you, God has a dream for you. He is not. He, he started not wanting to leave you where he found you. And you don't need to think that he's going to let the devil have the last word. You don't need to think that God is going to allow the devil to deny him own self but doing what he wants to do in you and with you and through you in the world thanks for listening to today's podcast we hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by god's word for more information about passion church visit www.mypassion.church